The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. We have Dr. Arthur Cummings from the Wellington Eye Clinic. He is one of the leading experts in the country, if not further afield, on issues to do with eye health. And he is our expert today to answer everything related to eye health. Arthur, good morning. Good morning, Anton. Good to speak to you again. And you, let me jump straight in because there are loads of questions coming in. Here is one that says, I have an astigmatism. I'm in my early 60s, so I use reading glasses. Would laser treatment improve my eyesight as I find the astigmatism is getting worse as I age? This is, this is, a, this is a rugby ball shaped eye, isn't that it? That's exactly right. So yeah, there are a number of ways to address it and laser does it very well. The one thing you need to consider at the age of 60 is if there are early signs of cataract, then it's actually better doing it a different way. And that is doing the cataract operation or a lens operation and implanting a lens that addresses the astigmatism. So just like glasses can correct astigmatism um, without changing the shape of the cornea, they're just correcting it optically, a lens implant can do the same thing. So you just have to do a a good eye exam to make sure um, whether laser is the best choice or if there are any early signs of cataract whether a lens operation is not a better choice. What's the lens made of? The lens nowadays is mostly made of acrylic. It used to be made of um, PMMA which is like a plastic way back and then silicon came into vogue for a long while but the last 20 years has mostly been sort of an acrylic. And do patients feel it once it has been settled, once the operation has settled down? Are they aware that there is a, a foreign body in the eye? No. No, not at all. You have no sense that it's in there. Vision is very clear. It remains very stable. So most people over a lifetime, their vision changes because their own lens changes. So the natural lens has the same properties as skin, nails and hair, which means it never grows. And that's why our vision changes over time. But when you put this lens implant in, it doesn't change. You tend to get a very stable result. Another one asks, I've just turned 51 and I notice marked decline in nearsightedness in the last six months. Taking off my normal short-sightedness glasses more and more. Is that normal? And uh, should I be using pr- protective screens on phones and so forth? Right. So the only thing that's unusual about this is that it's only happened at 51. So what, what your listeners is describing is called presbyopia. And in Ireland, that normally happens between 42 and 45. And again, it comes down to the lens that never stops growing. So as the lens grows more and more, it becomes less flexible and you start struggling more to read. And someone who's short-sighted, depending on the numbers, but most people who are short-sighted can take their glasses off to read. So once your glasses are on, you correct it for distance, and the work you've got to do with your own lens to focus up close becomes too difficult, so you can't do that anymore. So no, it's completely normal for your your listener. She's just done better than most, that it's only happened at 51. And it is completely normal. Screens on the phone... Um, blue light screens, I don't think there's enough evidence suggesting that they are good or bad for your for your eyes. The one thing we are aware of is using a screen late at night that is um, emitting blue light is going to make you sleep less well. So what a lot of phones have nowadays or screens have is the ability to have warmer colors, go more towards yellowy colors, and that will allow you to sleep better. You said there's no evidence as to whether or not the blue light is damaging to the eye or to the eyesight. Is there anything that you can do to, to maintain eyesight longer or is all of the stuff of don't watch TV because you'll go square-eyed, is that all old wives' tales? No, I think most of those things are old wives' tales. The, the biggest change over time has been the fact that we spend so much time now in the last, the last generation maybe looking at screens and that's a new distance. There's distance between 
60 centimetres and 80 centimetres. We never used to stare at that distance for long times. And then the second thing is we never used to stare with screens. So if you look at a piece of paper, you have no pressure. If you're reading a book, you have no psychological pressure to look at it now because I might miss something. Because you know if I put this book down and come back again, the screen still looks the same. But when you're looking at a screen on a, on a VDU, a visual display unit, we know from video, we know from interactive games, that things are changing all the time. So there's this, this psychological pressure that you've got to look, you've got to stare. And that's the part that really ties you out and um, you, you blink less and you're then exposed to more light coming in through, this, through the eyes, um, especially blue light from screens. But as I say, there's mixed evidence as to whether that blue light has any detrimental effect during the day and whether using glasses that filter out the blue light, whether they have any um, beneficial effect. So if you are a regular, if you're a regular screen user, whether you be a gamer or just a, a TikTok addict, and you're you're in that constant thirty to, to eighty centimeter distance, is there anything you should be doing to reduce eye strain? Again, there's something that's very anecdotal, but everyone practices this around the world. Although there's not a single study to show that it works, it makes sense to all of us, and that is just that you take regular breaks. And one of the regular breaks would be looking at something twenty feet away for twenty seconds every twenty minutes. So instead of looking at the screen all the time, just every now and then, you look out the window and let your, your eyes relax. Now, if you don't have a window, you don't have any place to look, just closing your eyes will have the same effect. It will allow your lens to relax, and then you can, you can start again. So what the gamers are doing is very interesting. Is they, The gaming industry is thinking along the lines of the tobacco industry, who for 50, you know, 50 years ago made no comments about smoking, and now are getting class action lawsuits about the effects of smoking and they don't want that to happen to them so they're realizing people who are spending a lot of time on screens are, are getting digital eye strain so the eyes are tired they're red they're fatigued they get sore back sore neck sore shoulders and they don't want them they, they don't want to be faced one day with a, a claim so what they're starting to do now is do measurements while you're using the screen that measure your screen use, the distance you're working at, your, your head position, your eye position, the exposure to different um, light frequencies. And the, they will have an avatar in the screen telling you, you've got to get up now and go and you know, take a break or look here or do that. Or They're just encouraging you to have a, a healthier lifestyle. In the gaming world, it's very interesting. It's really working there because these incentivizations are attached to points within the game. You can get more points for different um, features of the game opened or merchandise, that kind of For protecting of your eyes? While protecting your eyes. So we know now that something like 13 hours per week of natural light will help slow down the progression of myopia in, in children who are growing. And so they're trying to, within the 13 hours per week of screen time, get those 13 healthy hours in, in the right wavelength, in the right distances, and with the regular breaks. Yeah, so just trying to make gaming healthier and screen use healthier. Amazing. And we, I have to say, Arthur, we have um, so many questions. We, we could have done the entire show on it. What, what we will do is we will gather up those that we didn't get to. And I, the next time that you're on with Pat, we'll try to get through as many as is humanly possible. Arthur, thank you very much for coming on. That's Dr. Arthur Cummins from the Wellington Eye Clinic. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.